people it's your boy the one and only your host that do the most mr viral himself aka the villain because they hate me for my opinion welcome back to another episode of the viral way podcast best podcast in the world bar none as always i got bro with me we back here to get y'all some more viral <laughs> content <laughs> on top of that come here for the facts you'll get none of the cap you feel me we're here to lead the way like my bro messiah say we got bro in the building y'all already know this or Disorderly conduct's own. Yes, sir. Disorderly conduct. Paradigm shift is among us. Every time we speak, it's unique. Wow. Easy. Look, tap in, tap in. My boy came with the bars. <laughs> and y'all already, already know who we got over here, man. Y'all done seen her everywhere. Who we got over here? What's up? It's your girl, Joycey J. Back in the building. And we always doing this the viral way. Come on. We always doing this the viral way. As y'all already know, we actually went viral, like the real way. Ooh, stupid I, viral. <laughs> I know y'all seen that BBL clip. It was posted all over the world. We was trending on Twitter, actually in the US. We had BBLs trending. We'd have been posted on, on It's On Site. On Site. Spirituality. Uh, like every what's word. What's the word? Shout out to every media page that even posted it too. It went crazy on Twitter, from every platform you can think of. Shout out to every media outlet that posted this. Matter of fact, we even got posted on. On World Star Hip Hop, yeah. which is crazy. Because I grew up watching World Star. So to see our video and my face on there was big. But I think one of the biggest ones that I seen was Big Tigger. Yeah, you know, shout I out to Big Tigger for sure. Shout out to Big Tigger because I grew up on Rap City The Basement. And they dedicated their morning show topic to that video, which was huge. So round of applause for that. Shout out Big Tigger, yeah. man. It was also a lot of articles written just from that conversation we had. Like, it was a lot of articles on people's sites about BBLs just because of that topic. Yeah, that, that that's crazy. That's the topic that's going viral right now. But small disclaimer, to the media outlets that do post us, I don't flag people when they post a comment because we put it out for the people. All I ask is that you tag us because a lot of the comments took our tag off and put their tag to get the mm. traffic to their page. Like You can put your tag on it, but leave our tag or tag us in the comments. So I do ask that you do that. But yeah, let, let's get let's get right into that because there's still a lot of confusion going on surrounding that topic, specifically from the ladies. All the men seem to be on, on accord when I'm reading the comments, but the women still were sort of confused as to what men want. They say we're confused because we'll wife the wholesome women that we're talking about, but go cheat with the BBL brigade. So how y'all how y'all feel about going viral, first of all? How y'all feel about the topic that shit crazy. I had people sending it to me, so I'm like, man, it, it reached everybody, bro. So, you know, um, shout out to everybody who, yeah, even liked it, reposted, reposted it, shared it. Um, hopefully, we have many more viral moments. You feel me? So. That was a conversation that needed to be had, you know, and it was sensitive to a lot of people, also. And <clears throat> just with the procedure of getting your body did, I mean, that's a life or death situation right there. So, 
for a majority of women, it was touchy. And for some of the men, it was funny. So it was just a great conversation piece, like, all around. And it was just so, so needed. Absolutely. How, how you feel, Messiah? Yeah, nah, I just appreciate seeing the progress that we making. You know what I mean? It's always, it's always a good look. Whether they hating or they not, you know what I mean? We making noise. And they going to hear us loud and clear. You definitely going to hear us loud and clear. And if to the BBL brigade that hated me before, it probably going to hate me a little more after this. Because <laughs> we, we got to get into the facts, man. I'm about the ugly truth. I say the things that we all think, that we all in the barbershop when it's just the guys and none of the women around, and you can be yourself. That's what I get on here and say. I'm speaking for the voiceless, to the dudes who can't say it. Because I get a lot of DMs like, thank you, bro. I couldn't say it. My girl would kill me. I'm glad that you're speaking for us. But I'm confused with the confusion of women not understanding the things that men like. Now, this is a reason why we don't tell y'all the truth. When I say women can't handle the truth, like, oh, tell us the truth, tell us the truth. You literally had thousands and thousands of comments of men saying, hey, this is the truth and we agree with it. And women saying, no, y'all lying. And it's like, I thought y'all wanted the truth. It is you can't handle the truth, which is why most men lie. But I'm gonna break it down to y'all. When we say all natural, this is the first misconception that women had. I've seen a lot of obese and out of shape women <laughs> saying, that's a lie because I'm all natural and I don't get as much attention as the BBL women. I'm gonna just pause and sit on that for a minute. Obese, out of shape, fat, morbid to be obese. These are the women that I've seen saying this. Y'all got to understand, all natural does not mean fat, sloppy, and disgusting. When we say natural, we're talking about you to the best of your capabilities enhancing your body. So if you were born with the BBL shape and you work out to enhance that, you're all natural. If you're skinny, but you work out, you lift weights, and you your body is enhanced to the most that your genetics will let you get, you're all natural. It's not one look. It's from A to Z. It's from skinny, thick, big, tall, short, small. It's just from A to Z, but it's your natural physique. But that doesn't mean sloppy and nasty. We don't like fat bitches. We don't like sloppy, excuse me. We don't like fat women. We don't like sloppy women. We don't like obese women. We like natural, but fit to its best ability. So get that out of your head that just because you don't work out or you didn't have surgery that you're natural. No, you're still obese and it's still disgusting to men. So that's the first misconception. How y'all feel about that? Are we in agreement? or we in disagreement? I just want to say, I know a lot of men, skinny men, the real, real skinny ones that love bigger women. I mean, I'm sure y'all have some skinny homies that always want to holler at the big girl in the group. I personally don't, to be honest. But but seen. but I have, I have um, because I talked about something like this on one of my episodes, where I was getting on Lizzo and I had dudes saying that. So I, I, I'm i sure it's around, but the people I'm around, no. And me personally, no. But I definitely have, <laughs> I definitely have seen that. You know what I mean? Like you said, I think all natural, you know, is, is all of that, but it does exclude obese. Like for me personally, I'm not checking for somebody who, you know, is overweight because not only is it not attractive from a physical standpoint, but I also think it's unattractive from a mentality standpoint in the way you carry yourself. If you're willing to be overweight to the point where it's unhealthy for you, then you probably don't have a strong mentality. And that's not somebody that I want to build with on a personal level. So that's how I look at it. To, to that, 
even to that, I had a couple of homies that was chubby chasers, but <laughs> chubby chasers. Nah, for real. But I think more deeper so that they knew they had action with that. So it wasn't more so that they just cared that they liked them. If you put two, two or the two different type of women in the room and they both had and he had action at both, he's not gonna choose the 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 bigger one nine times out of ten. Now, but it is people that say they they do have a fetish for that. You know what I mean? And that's 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 what they say. If that's what it is, then that's what it is. But I don't look at it as like I said, you put two women in the room, they're not gonna choose that. Look, and I know we're in a body positivity society today, but obesity is actually defined as abnormal or excessive fat accumulation. So it's not normal. It's not natural. It's it's the opposite of natural. So if you're obese, you're not natural. You're the absolute opposite. Now, yes, there are men who are chubby chasers, but I don't know any men who love it. We might love to sleep with big women for different reasons. Everybody have their own reasons, but usually if it's a man who is settling down with an obese woman, he has no other options. That's his only option. So that's 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 the misconception, number one. Number two, I've seen a lot of confusion of women saying that, you know, if I have a big butt naturally, am I in the same category as the BBL? And they were confused. We weren't shitting on women with big asses. I'm I'm an assologist. I love, I've been loving asses since <laughs> I could talk. So it's not that you have a big butt, it's that it's natural. And it's that we don't respect women who take the easy way out, I should say. Like, if you go pay for an ass, that's totally different than if you were born with an ass. Even though ass, the ass can be identical. And people say, what's the difference? Because some BBLs, you can't tell the difference if you look at it. That may be true. But the difference is up here. The difference is the mindset. That's why I was trying to make it known it's the mindset. It ain't so much the shape. Because women only stuck on the shape. Oh my God, the ass look the same. You can't tell the difference. Yeah, but your mind is depleted. To me, it's fucked up. That shows lack of self-confidence. That shows self-hate. That shows laziness. You're too lazy to go get in the gym. I heard a lot of women saying, I want it now. I don't want to put in the work. Or my ass can't get that big in the gym. Cool, your ass don't need to be that big. God don't make mistakes, right? So you didn't need to ask that motherfucking big. If your ass is only this much, that's all you needed. But how y'all feel about that? Not only that, um, to touch on how you were saying girls with, you know, a big ass is like, does that put me in the same uh, realm as as the females with a BBL? It doesn't because, like you said, you didn't you didn't ask for that ass. You know what I mean? You 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 were you were born with that ass. So I think when you have some women who are going and getting a BBL compared to the woman that already got the ass, it's like you're getting a certain type of attraction that you might have not necessarily asked for. While the women who are going and getting it they're looking at you and they want that type of attraction. So that's why they're going and getting it. And that's where the mindset thing comes in is that you want to be more attractive to men, but instead of building yourself up naturally, you're going to go take the easy route out. So I get completely what you're saying and I, I agree with it. That's a fact. You know, I think women that get their body deal are some of the biggest risk takers in the world because you're putting your life in someone's hand that you really don't know. You probably hopped on the phone with the doctor a few times to see if they're good or not. But you're letting them cut, sew, knit, tore, stretch, everything in your body. And you really don't know how that procedure is going to go. And a lot of women lost their life laying down on that bed. So, I, you know, it takes a lot of balls for a woman to do that, uh, for sure. Uh, me personally, no. I would be terrified. I'd be terrified. But for the women who do it, kudos to y'all. I say they some, they some risk takers, for sure. 
No, that's a fact because my my fault. That's a fact because I actually talked to somebody who who had a BBL and she walked me through the procedure and how like you know the recovery process is and they're not even really being monitored by people who are real nurses. You know what I mean? Who can really check up on their health and make sure they're okay. So it's really a money grab for the institution that's giving you and administering the BBL. So it's like it's a it's a big ass risk. Now let's be real. A lot of the BBLs that get the most flack is the ones that's that look crazy, where the, where, the, where the thighs be like a fucking stick and then the ass be <laughs> big as two basketballs. So it look it, it do look crazy with those type of BBLs. So sometimes they do match and it is what it is. Like you said, I like thick women too, but I like all women. But at the same time, before BBLs became an epidemic, you appreciated skinny women for being skinny. You appreciated thick women for being thick. This would made the the... This would make everything look better and it was right. It was a balance. Like we always say, like bro always say, yin and yang. It wasn't too much. Everybody don't like thick women. Everybody don't like skinny women. But you appreciated it. Now it's just more, it's depreciating because it's so much of it going on. And like you said, it's the mindset. It's the psych. You break, they, you break the mind down. Sometimes half of these girls with BBLs can't read five books. So it's, it, just, it just depends on why you're doing what you do. And like we said before, that else don't make you upper class because you want to spend whatever you spend on a BBL. And half of them, everybody ain't paying $10,000 for a BBL. No, that's that's Not that's facts. Like, I watched a documentary on how most majority of women are getting these BBLs. Because if you just look at the uh, economics of our society, of the money that the average woman makes, they're not making enough money to have $10,000 sparingly to get a BBL surgery. Most of these women are paying five hundred to a thousand on the black market to someone like you said that's not even a doctor. <laughs> they just got a hold of the shit that they need for these for, uh, for these shots or whatever. And the infection rate and the the uh, the death rate. I don't even know if I can say death on YouTube anymore, but I'm saying anyway. The death rate was was super high on the black market. Uh, I, I think the the documentary was in Miami, and a lot of these women were going to empty parking lots, literally on the hood of a car or a hotel room, and they coming back a week later, leg infected, blood clot, damn near finna die. A lot of women had to get their ass cheeks sucked out and, and reconstructed surgery, and a lot of them couldn't even afford the bill for that. They was fucked for life. So the dangers is not talked about enough of these surgeries where, what is the reward? I see a lot of women saying this in investment. Investment to what? To strip or do OnlyFans. There's no investment. You're not going to move up in a Fortune 500 company. You're not going to gain your own business. It's like it's not moving you up in life no type of way other than sex work. They might get flew out. They might, they might get flew out. But like you said, it's more so the dangers of it. That's mainly the reason we speak on it so heavy. It's more about awareness than anything. It ain't about right. just bashing women with BBLs. It's more being aware of things that you're doing before you do it. And not even the long-term effects. Like he said, that documentary we seen three, four years down the line, women were dying from these BBLs that they went and got for $700. Facts. That's, that's a super fact. Because I'm all about self-love in our community. We're taught to hate ourselves as black people. We're taught to hate everything about us. So that is literally a form of self-hate. So before you want a man to love you or someone else to love you, you got to love yourself. I can't love you if you don't actually love yourself. And that is a sign of self-hate. But to another misconception I've seen. Now they're gonna hate me for this, but I'ma just say it. I'ma be real. I don't, y'all don't have to agree if y'all don't want to on camera, but I'ma be real. The whole thing about women, uh, men cheating 
with the BBL women. First of all, I'm going to just go out flat out and tell you, men are going to cheat, quote unquote cheat. I don't define sex with other women as cheating. What? Wait, see, <laughs> women going to hate me for this. I don't define sex with other women as cheating. Men have always, since the beginning of human So you'll be married history, and still have sex with Yes. Since the beginning wow. of human history, men have done this. The only reason it's labeled as cheating is because we're raised in a monogamous society. But majority of the world is not a monogamous society. We're actually the minority. And the only reason we believe it that it is that way because people taught us that. But if I ask you why is it cheating or why is it bad, could you give me a, a logical answer? So when people get married, you know, they're vowing with the Bible. They're putting their hand on the Bible and they're saying, hey, we're going to be loyal. We're one. We're connecting our ties together. We're connecting our lives together, our bank accounts together, our families. Your family is my family. So I look at it as, as if we just... Some people even take it far back as jumping over the bro uh, broom. So you're making a whole commitment to someone. If you decide to step out on me, you just broke the promise that we made. What so let me, let, let me ask you a question. Do you think women are monogamous by nature? Uh, absolutely. It, so, I mean, it, it depends, right? Women, I mean, we grow up as nurturers. We want to nurture one person. It doesn't take a lot of people to satisfy us. We only want one man. So why do we see so many women in this day and age that's sleeping with multiple men, over 10 men probably in a week, when they say, oh, I'm living my single life, I'm free, and they out here getting trains ran on them and all type well, of different stuff. if they single, stuff. if you single, you can do what you want. No, but look, I, I don't even want to make, not to cut you don't off, go to that point. I don't even want to make it a man versus woman thing. I just need women to understand this is how men are wired. This is how God... The higher power, the universe, whatever you believe in, this is how they wired men. When men are living monogamous lives, they're literally going against their own hard wiring. They're literally going against the system that God gave them. They're literally going against their own nature every day. And I need y'all to understand, I'm not saying recklessly sleep with women every day. I'm talking about a dude might do it once a month. He might do it once every 90 days. He might do it once a year. But I'm just letting you know it's going to happen. So we have to look at the stats and look at the reality. Fuck the stats. Let's look at the reality of life as humans. Men have never, ever, ever been monogamous by nature. So why do we continue to crash our families and ruin our lives behind a lie? It's a fucking lie. Like they say, Christopher Columbus discovered America. No, he didn't. Men are monogamous. No, we're not. It's a lie. Why do we continue to believe it? I don't think all men cheat. All men who I don't have think the option to cheat. Russell, <laughs> specifically, oh my God. married to Sierra. I don't think he they, they ever love cheated. They love going there, I don't care <laughs> what nobody oh say. No, he's not cheating. I don't think. Now, yeah, probably a good 90% of men cheat. But I really do believe you have a good 10% of men out here that will not turn on a girl. Okay, so let's, if we let's make a that. promise. Let's use that. Let's use the 10%. You just mm -hmm. said you believe 90%. Absolutely. 90. Okay, so if we bank in your life on, on the stats, what, what are you going to bank it on? The 10% or the 90%? Give me that 10. I'm going with that 10%. What are the odds it's of possible. that? Possible. Well, possible or probable? Women like to use possible. So if we take 100% of women and only 10% of men are monogamous, 90% of y'all are not going to have a monogamous relationship. And I don't even want to make it a battle with the sexist thing, but just by your own stats alone... It's going to happen. So why even harp on it? Why be mad about it? 
it's not being mad. What I say is nobody should settle until you get what you want, period. And I highly do believe there's men out here that'll be faithful, and a lot of women will be faithful. I'm going to tell you like this, ladies. Your man's going to fuck another woman. If you have a successful man, if you have a man who made something out of himself in life, it's going to happen. It, it, that's just the reality of it. <laughs> it's going to happen. Most men don't have options. So when they create something of themselves to be able to have options, they're going to take one. It doesn't mean he doesn't have discipline. It doesn't mean he doesn't have sexual discipline because that's the number one thing women say. Have some discipline. No, the discipline is me not fucking every option I have. Because these guys I'm talking about, they have options. So if I have an option at 10 women and I only sleep at one every 90 days, that's discipline. Now, if I'm fucking a different chick every night, <laughs> yeah, you out of control, bro. You walling out. But it's going to happen. And we, we, we got we to gotta change the mindset. Because I'm going to let you. I'm just being real. That's men not going to change. Men won't, men won't tell you. I'm going to tell you. How you feel about that disorderly? <laughs> Are you Kylie? faithful? Can we first start off with, so will you for cheat me, if you're married? For me, no. Nah, if I'm married, I'm not going to cheat. Um, it's possible. I look at it more so as I kind of, I kind of agree with her on the fact of you know if I was to get married, I'm taking a vow, um, and I just believe in not doing any, not doing something to somebody if I wouldn't want it done to me. Period. So I wouldn't want my woman to sleep around, and I would expect her, and demand that she doesn't. So I would, I would hold myself to the same standard. Um, now, I think when it comes to highly successful men, you definitely have a lot more cases of men that, that cheat, for sure, because they have a lot of those options. But I also think that there's a lot of men that don't. And I, I, I don't necessarily know if that part gets talked about enough. It doesn't. But in my personal opinion, um, if I'm going to you know jump the broom with you, say these vows, um, you know, and pretty much till death do us part, I'm not going to cheat. Because I would look at it for me more so as like, I went back on my word. And for me as a man, um, again, if I was to marry a woman, you know, my word is me. My word is everything. If, if, if I say that I'm going to love you through sickness and health, you know what I mean? I vow not to cheat, et cetera, then I'm not going to do it. Um, and that's really just that's really just my take on it. He's that ten percent that I was talking about. So we yeah. found one. Hold on, now let, I wanna because I wanna ask him where where did this idea that that's cheating even come from? That's my question. That's a good question. To you. So and why do you believe it? Um, I feel like the reason why I believe it is not so much from where it comes from, but from what I've seen it do. So, you know, we all are possess possessive in many different ways, and I feel like. Um, again, when you're with somebody long-term or married to them and you have made yourself out to be this certain type of person and then they find out that you have been cheating, um, it destroys them for the most part. It destroys family. And love is something to not play with. People take their lives over love. Um, people take other people's lives over love. So it's very serious when you're speaking on if you love somebody and the way you should conduct yourself if you do love somebody. And I believe in karma. And so I believe in, again, I want to lay my head down at night knowing that, you know what I mean, I'm doing the right thing. So it's not necessarily from who has given me, um, you shouldn't cheat or you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. But I've seen it from firsthand how cheating has destroyed people. Have I cheated before? Of course. So the of success, course. I want to say this. So the, the couples that do have successful 
what is it, polygamous relationships? Mm -hmm. Do you think this karma coming to them or the ones that's happy with one man and two wives? Do you think karma or did they consider any of that cheating with them? Not at all. And it's because of the fact that they don't consider it cheating. They talk but, about it. But, so, but, but it's only because y'all choose to believe, like you <laughs> said, you only choose to believe that it's cheating. But so, that's my that's my point though, is that most of the people most of the instances that we're speaking on are men who have prescribed to I'm gonna cheat more than likely without having that conversation with their woman. So that's that's where it becomes iffy because now, hey, if you're in a polygamous polygamous relationship and you two decide I'm gonna have her, you gonna have him. By all means, fine. But let's be 100% honest. Most cases, it's either a man or a woman. Again, making themselves out to be completely monogamous behind closed doors. Look, let, look, just to touch on what you said about it destroying people. It's literally only mm -hmm. destroying people because they were domesticated into believing this is wrong and this is right. But if you do the history of where monogamy even came from, I think you would have a very different outlook. We've been on this planet for thousands and hundreds of thousands, some even say millions of years. This whole way that we're living has only been around about 10,000. So before this 10,000 years ago, it wasn't destroying people. It was looked at as a matter of fact, in most of the world, it's looked at as the norm. At the end of the day, like he said, you want to treat people how you want to be treated, period. Regardless if men want to cheat, Majority of these men will not take their woman back if they went out and sucked some penis. We are oh. we are different and held by different standards. Because I heard him say, I'm going to hold myself to the same standard as her. So do, do you see you and her as equals? Um, I wouldn't necessarily, my bad. I wouldn't necessarily say uh, equal, but I don't think that I have to be, she has to be equal to me in regard of, of a relationship for me to hold myself to the same standard. It's like, I'm more so looking at it as like, okay, I could take care of everything, for instance, with 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 the bills within the house, finances. That doesn't necessarily make her unequal to me when it comes to certain things. Like, again, I still wouldn't cheat on her just because I'm the man and she's the woman. So it's not that I necessarily look at us as equal because I think we play two, two separate parts in a relationship, but there's certain things that I believe that we have to share the same outlook on to be successful as a relationship. Okay. So if if I'm with a woman and you know she's expecting me to be monogamous and now if I don't want to be, then that's something I would say. And if she's with it, then cool. If 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 she's not, then you gotta you know what I mean. You gotta go. Or if I want to be polygamous, but so let me ask you, you know this. what I'm saying. Let me ask you this: If I if the man feels mm -hmm. it's not cheating and it's not wrong, in his mind he truly believes this is the way things are supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Is he wrong? If he has a different belief system. So, and then I want to also wanted to touch on that, but I also want to touch on how you was kind of speaking on, um, you know, from from a long time ago, people have been polygamous. Um, history is written from the winner, right? And so most of the times the winner is the man. And do you think that in these polygamous, polygamous relationships, every single person is 100% satisfied on a mental, emotional level, knowing that their partner has a sexual desire for somebody else. Now, I understand that we all look, you know what I mean? We all might want to, but carrying out the act is something completely different. So there's always going to be a loser in a polygamous relationship unless they don't really care. I disagree because that's coming from the mindset of somebody who believes in monogamy. Mm -hmm. If I truly okay. believe in polygamy, I don't view it as losing. I'm actually winning. Mm -hmm. I believe in this lifestyle. 
And as far as the 100% satisfied, you're, you're never going to be 100% satisfied in a relationship. It's give and take. You got to be 100% satisfied with yourself. I think that's where most of the satisfaction will come from before it comes from another person. It's going to be days I, ain't, I don't like my girl. It's going to be days I love my girl. It ain't never going to be 100% the whole relationship we're good. Not to turn this into relationship talk, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I just seen that comment over and over and over and over. And I'm like, name me one woman that you know in your lifetime, including yourself, that a man has not stepped out on you that you've dealt with or your friend or your cousin or your mother or your auntie. You can't name me one. Not one woman in the comments. Not one woman sitting here. Not one man sitting here. Even the man himself said, I've cheated before. So that lets you know men are going to do it. Even though he, he says, I'm not going to subscribe to doing it now. He's done it. So that so he's already in the category of the men I'm talking about. Even though he's preaching the holy shit now, he's already in the category. I'm not saying it's going to happen forever. Some guys might get over it. Some guys might not. It just depends on that man's sex drive, and it depends on where he at in life. But what I'm saying is, it's going to happen. So even though he's sitting here telling you, I'm over it now, according to her, a woman should leave him and not settle. Absolutely. Grow up. Grow up. If you think getting multiple vaginas is still going to satisfy you, you're just not even someone I should be. I also think it's about just finding who you're on the same page with, right? Because... Everyone have different beliefs. Some people want to be faithful. Some people want to cheat. And like you said, some people are actually satisfied having multiple sex partners. And a lot of women like that too. So cool. Get your tribe and y'all stick together. But it's all about uh, being on the same page. Period. Why it do y'all... This, this is not a being satisfied thing either. That's another misconception. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're stepping out because you're not satisfied. No, I love my woman. I'm 100% satisfied. Don't want to be with any other woman. But every now and then, a man still have the urge to go hit something new. It just has nothing to do with, oh, well, she ain't taking care of this at home. No, she's taking care of everything. So how are you saying? But it's just that animalistic instinct, like, I need I'm to go hunt something. and get a kill. <laughs> it does not matter how satisfied I am. I could be 100% satisfied, go knock something down and come back home just as happy as I was before I left. I'm going to be honest with you, because obviously I'm around a bunch of men, so I, I understand completely where you're coming from. Like, I, I completely understand where... Man, I, I, I've heard niggas say, you know what I mean? I go hit something else. I come home with flowers. Like, I'm more ready to... It make me love you more. <laughs> I heard it before. So, like, I understand that we can differentiate differentiate and compartmentalize when it comes to it. But me, personally, I just don't feel comfortable stepping out of my partner. Yeah, but, he, I, but I completely understand it. He not necessarily saying, like he said, just go out there and fuck everything Anybody, every anything, day, draining yeah. all your energy. You should keep your energy. Everybody ain't even worth that. But right. he just saying, as far as a nature... That urge is going to come up, especially for successful men. It's, it's, it's millionaires or millionaire women that's getting cheated on or different things going on. So to, to act like y'all living in the reality is more delusional than, than what you're not seeing straight. It's like how many women always say, oh, I ain't never had a successful relationship because every man they got cheated on them. And then how long do they think they're going to go until they stick with somebody? Not saying stick with somebody that's going to cheat on you if you believe in that. But how long is you going until you're going to question your beliefs? Have you have you ever been not cheated on? Absolutely. I've never been cheated on. Are you in a relationship? Now, no, I'm not. But I actually used to do the cheating back then. Wow. <laughs> no, 
Holy cow! This is crazy. Hey, you can't make this shit up, people. You can't make it up. Oh my fucking god! Can't make it up, bro. We just went through ten minutes of this shit. But hold on, you cannot make this up. Y'all didn't let me get to. This is not scripted. I swear to God on my kids. This is crazy. Let me say this. People change. You grow up. That's why I said grow up. I had to grow up. But to bash it so hard of what yeah, you think. Yeah, because it's wrong. But, but I'm just saying. But cheating, how you make someone feel stepping out on someone I made a promise with and we're supposed to be together. I never made a promise and I fuck another woman. We just make you feel and that way because we know 99% of y'all made this false agreement to be monogamous, even though we were born in it, none of us agreed to it. We were just born in it. So for the average man, if you want to be successful and have a successful relationship, you got to play the role of some sort. Unless all men get on the same accord, like, look, man, we just finna start keeping it real with these women. And if they want a relationship, they're going to have to come around. The problem is that's never going to happen. So most men ain't going to never tell you. And to be honest, you don't need to know. All that's going <laughs> to do is cause more friction in the relationship. Now you worried about who I'm fucking every time I leave the house. Don't worry about that. As long as home is straight, you a fool if you leave that man. Jay-Z had a threesome on Beyonce. Guess what? She's still there. They billionaire power couple. You feel me? You are a fucking fool if you leave a good man because he went and got his dick sucked or he went and hit something. It's going to happen anyway. You're going to leave. Go get somebody else who love you less. He's going to do the same goddamn thing. You might as well just stay single. It's not realistic. That's, that's the only point I'm trying to get across. Single it is, lady. And this coming from a cheater. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> coming from a motherfucking no. cheater. And bro, is, bro, he could talk that holy shit now, but he in a category with us too. Because he didn't already knock something down on somebody else. Let me ask I ain't you. hearing that shit. It's Do y'all count relationships in high school though? No. Come on, man. Let's stop playing. What do, you, what, what do you mean? You believe that in, in high school, did you believe you shouldn't have been cheating? I mean, but I mean, do we count the relationships? Let's think of a high school mindset. If you was fucking in high school, you that's another pro, that's another. No, story. who said we were fucking? <laughs> Nobody asked me. That was a whole nother issue. Come on, in high school they was kissing now. They we ain't fucking kissing. in high school. Oh, oh, they fucking yeah, in junior high. high. Yeah, get, get out of here. Hey, but look, I, I just wanna, I just had to get that out. I know we we went prolonged with it, but I just keep seeing that comment over and over and over. Yes, he's gonna wife the wholesome woman because. That's who he wants. But she's going to get the perks. She's going to get the house. She's going to get the car. She's going to get the kids. She's going to get his love, his loyalty. She's the one he's going to put his life on the line for. She's going to get the family vacations. She's going to get the bags. She's going to get the joint accounts. She's going to get access to his 401k, his pension. She's going to get everything this man dedicates his life and works for. The BBL is going to get some dick, a hotel room, a bottle, and a, a bar trip, maybe. <laughs> So if you want to give up everything I named prior to that for some dick, a hotel room, some champagne, a ride down to the beach, make the swap. <laughs> You're going to be one or the other. And Do you, you want the universe or you want, like, you got to make a decision. Nah, but you got to, we got to stop making people wrong or feel wrong about how, what they believe and choose to believe in. Like y'all say, y'all looking at one thing a certain way or you're this, you're that because you like to do what you do. But at the same time, some people got different agreements. You might not never know what they agree That's in that true. relationship. That's a fact. You might think you might think that they just floating, and the woman might be bringing other women into that relationship every now and every now and then. So depending on how we look at it from the outside looking in, everybody in their relationships have their own agreements. It's not no one set way of how a relationship should be. Everybody think they got the blueprint, but no relationships be successful because they taking everybody else's beliefs and saying. Oh, I want to be this way now, or you need to be this way. Like you say, domesticating them into 
Now you're trying to control this person. Now they're gonna go rogue on your ass. Mm. So it's 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 a misconception with all that when it comes to relationships. I seen one thing I think Ti spoke on too that's even more crazy to me. They said men cheat with women that's disposable, and women cheat with men that they're basically trying to get attached to. So they're the replacement it, man. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, another, another. let me clear this up because this is the episode of the clearing up the bullshit, right? <laughs> women always ask, and I've seen it in the comments too, why do men cheat with women that's less than his wife or uglier than his wife? I'm going to keep it real with you. Right. It's easier. They're more willing to do it. You can be more honest with them without them having to out you. It takes less work. And they be more freakier than the bad bitches. Oh. They're going to put in more work. There's no reason my wife is a dime and then I'm going to go try to cheat, quote unquote, with a dime. She's not just about to sleep with you knowing you got a wife because she knows she has options and she can be somebody's wife. So rather than go through all that motherfucking trouble of trying to convince this dime, taking her out, winding, dining, this and that. No, we're going to go get the woman that's less than because it's easier. I, I'm going to sound like a dirtbag. I'll be all that. But that's the reason we do it. It's just easier and it's more convenient. So how do you think that'll have a woman looking at a man? Like now I look at you and a woman can look at a man and discuss if you just really downgraded like that. You had a 10, but you go go mess around with some trash. What I, was the point? I think it's different though. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I understand what he's saying because I think women more so are looking at it like that. Like how could you downgrade and this, this and that. But Niggas are just trying to get a nut, so <laughs> they don't understand, yeah, bro. When it, when it is just coming to the to the, you know, acting out or doing the act of, of of cheating, it is solely just to get a nut. There is no, and I think women have a hard time understanding that men have no emotional ties whatsoever to who they're stepping out with. So, um, it that's where it becomes a thing of like, what do you want as as a you know a person within yourself if you fuck with it or not, whatever the case is, but I know plenty of people, and shit, even when I did cheat, it wasn't on some like, man, I love this girl. It was like, it just fell in my lap. You get what I'm saying? So I understand, and I think women have to start listening to men more when it comes to that. Like, it's not because he wants to marry her, it's just because he, he wanted to get his nut off. So I, I, I do understand that part. I'm just, I'm just giving you the, the cold, hard truth. Most men ain't going to tell you this because they want to keep up the persona of, man, I'm not that guy. But trust me, I'm a man. I've been talking to men my whole life. 90% of us, we talk like this. We, we together. You got maybe 10% that don't. You know what I'm saying? But they go the other way because that's the way that they're able to get women. They can't be brash enough to talk like this and still get the women. No, they go the other way. Oh, girl, I ain't like that. And that's the way they're successful. So I get it. But if you want to enter the mind of a man, watch this episode because we getting raw and uncut with this shit. But ladies, at the end of the day, love yourself. Cut these surgeries out. Get in the gym. Get a proper diet. Get rid of the motherfucking lashes. We don't like them <laughs> lashes. We look at y'all like prostitutes when y'all got them on. That's what I think. First thing I think is prostitute. You look wow. dirty. Is We don't like them. We don't like a lot of makeup. Uh, a little makeup is cool if we going out on a date night. But if you cannot leave your house without putting on makeup, that's some self-hate and you need to do some reflecting. You should be able to go out with your bare face and love yourself the same way as you do when you put the makeup on. So that's what we mean when we say all natural. Okay. I, I just want to say, what about the men that wear these fake uh, hairliners? What y'all call them things? Spraying? The, Everybody gets sprayed, though. 
I get the shit. I get the spray. Well, what you mean the fake hairline? It's like it's like a hairline you can put on like fake hair. It's like a toupee. I mean, if a nigga if a nigga putting on a toupee, I mean, I'm I'm looking at you crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. But but our opinion on that don't matter. It's what what y'all care about. This is what we care about pertaining to y'all. I don't give a fuck if a nigga put a toupee on. And to keep it a buck, I don't think a lot of niggas do that because again, like where looks might fail, a nigga could have the the charisma, the body, the success. I feel like women focus on that more anyway because you see a whole bunch of women with ugly niggas and it's because of their, they have built something for themselves. So I don't even think women is looking at looks the way men are to begin with. <laughs> no, that's facts. Because would, would, you, would you rather that nigga come out there with that hairline or a bald head? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's kind of just like, no, that's a fact. it's women a difference. Women definitely look at more success than, uh, than looks. Yeah, that, that, that's just a fact. I just had to clarify all that up. Like, I was reading the comments, like, how do women not know this? It's, it's crazy to me. But, hey. The viral way. The villain. <laughs> hey, the villain. The hey, villain. Make, make your own blueprints to your relationship. Stop taking everybody else shit. Because everybody else shit ain't the same as yours. Agreed. We need to talk about what you want. You know, I think a lot of us get in relationships and, like, don't say what we like. We don't say what we don't like. You would just let... Your girl or boy keep doing something that irritate. Just say it. You know, I think it. We'll all be on a better page if you just speak what you like. And ladies, when men are talking, listen. We're not lying to y'all. Just, just listen. Stop telling us. Nah, I don't believe that because it doesn't fit your narrative. Listen, and you will get better results. All that's, that's all fact. I'm saying. I agree. Women do need to listen more. Yeah, learn, learn your partner because a lot of women are selfish, and that, and that be a lot of problems with them too. They so worried about more what the man can do for them instead of being a better woman. And that man will want to do more for the woman in the first place. But he is going to hit something, so just deal with it. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that right now. And that's a fact. If I'm a betting man, I'm betting my last dollars on it. That's a fact. It well, takes two. You know, it takes two people to tangle and to compromise. But moving on, Navy Federal, we finna get at you, man. Bring your ass here, man. <laughs> Na this, this was crazy. The nation's largest credit union in the U.S. rejected more than half its black conventional mortgage applicants. Now, this, this is one that's big because there's always a clash on social media saying black people are holding themselves back. Systemic racism doesn't exist. Blah, blah, blah. It's all your mindset. And yeah, we, we, we talk about mindset on here, but I always say there is roadblocks that we got to deal with. But my only thing is let's find a way to get around them and overcome them rather than crying and complaining about them and doing nothing. And as we see, another roadblock. Now, let me read this article. The largest credit union in the world has the widest disparity in mortgage approval weight, rates between white and black borrowers of any major lender. So basically, Navy Federal approved more than 75% of the white borrowers who applied to new conventional home purchase mortgages in 2022, but less than 50% of black borrowers who applied for the same type of loan were approved. So damn near 100% of whites were approved and less than half of the blacks were approved. And, and this is, gets even crazier because... Who the fuck? My bad, y'all. Yeah, it's good. It's, 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 it's crazy. <laughs> it's more crazy because the dollar amounts were damn near equivalent to what a white person was making and a black person had to even get approved for Navy Federal. Okay. It get even more crazy. White borrowers making less than 62000 a year got approved at a 75% rate. 
Black borrowers making 140000 a year were denied half the time. So ain't no excuse about, well, what about the money? And what about this? And they even were saying applicants who had equal credit and some of the blacks had better credit, more money, same down payment, still denied. What's the excuse if it's not a racial thing? How so, you feel about it? Um, this is what I, I, I really like this topic because it shows how the odds are stacked against us. When you're looking at these statistics, um, it's just like redlining, right? Like how they they stopped us from getting certain homes. And, and what's so key about the the loans for mortgage is that real estate, right, is how you build wealth in America, ultimately. So if you're able to get a home, pay that home off, now you have that home, now you're able to rent it out, you're able to give, pass it down to your kids. This is wealth. This is something that can be transferred from generation to generation to generation. So when you see the disparity in how it's being approved, this lets you know the attack on us and not wanting us to get ahead, verbatim. Like there's no more debate about it. This is what they're trying to do. This is why when you go and get a car loan, your, your APR might be 29% because they want you to get into a situation where you can't pay, pay it back because you're paying so much into interest, you're never going to pay the principal down. So this is what they're trying to do. Or they're going to just not approve you to begin with. Because home ownership is where you build wealth. This is how you transfer it from generation to generation. So it's crazy to show. Like I said, it's with the car loans or even when you get the home and now you want to sell the home. They make it hard to do that too. People don't even buy homes from black people. You got to take all the pictures down and be absent from the home for it to get your home sold. So these are the things that we're stacked against. Um, I did see that they issued... Uh, a statement and saying that, you know, they didn't know anything about it or whatever the case is, but they damn well know what this was because it's been going on for years and years and years. Decade. You know what I mean? At a point in time when we had black owned banks and black owned lenders, we were able to get real estate, you know, but people came in and they burnt that down and they and they fucked us over. So now we're at a point now where we're being controlled by these banks like Navy Federal that ultimately have our future in their hands. Because this and this is what they're doing. They're they're not approving us, even though we have more credit, even though we're making one hundred and forty thousand dollars a year. Damn, near my, double the income. In my opinion, this is just a clear statement, time and time again. They don't fuck with us. Yeah. <laughs> it's over and over. Like how many times do we got to see this shit? Do we got to talk about this shit? The only time they fuck with us is when we're consumers. But when it comes to sharing wealth with us, they not trying to do none of that shit unless you forcing them to respect your mind and get in a position where they don't have a choice. And it's like, we got to let this one in. But nine times out of 10, they're going to show us over and over again, we don't fuck with y'all. We ain't trying to fuck with y'all. We spend all our money with these white people. We do everything. Don't fuck with the blacks at all. We, that's why we need to get to a point where when we do build wealth or get generational wealth for our black people, we just start building our own banks, start building our own schools and start doing our own shit. We need, it's, it's at that point and it's past that point. But at the end of the day, they don't fuck with us, cuz. They love our money when we blowing it. And that's the only thing. We go to these restaurants trying to appease and fit in with these white people. And they come in there. They're not treating you the same as they doing they, as, as they customers at the end of the fucking day. So we want to look good for them and fit in their spot. And they don't, they don't fuck with us. They don't give a fuck. Now, that's a fact. Um, just to touch on what you're saying about us trying to appease the white people. If y'all have ever seen a, uh, a segment called How to Buy a Negro, it, it breaks down the psychology of how they sell things to us. So a lot of times they'll make things so expensive 
Do you get what I'm saying? To where they're like, you can't afford that. That's what they're secretly and subconsciously trying to say. And as a black person, what do we do? Oh, I can afford that shit. No, we think it's cool. We want to show that we pay, and, and, like, that we got taxed. Exactly. That's the way that we show that we are on the same level playing field. So we do become hyper-consumerism or hyper-consumers. We do all go, go out here and blow $500 at the Mastro's or whatever the case is. Meanwhile, we can't get home. So exactly like you said, when we're being consumers, they love it. But when we're trying to get something that we can call our own to pass down from generation to generation, this is when you see the problems arise. How you feel about it, Joycey? You know, I would say this is definitely a really good topic. And I feel like this has been happening for so long, you know, just of uh, blacks being treated so unfairly. They don't want us to be ahead. <clears throat> um, even from taxes and how the entire America is even ran, they don't want black people to be ahead at all. And my, I like to think, like, why, right? And it's because, in my opinion, I think if we were to get ahead, blacks, we would be so powerful. Like, we already so cold. We're the most talented, most authentic. We're creators. There's so many black people that they're creators. We created the elevator to the stop sign, to the Creators, stop we like, inventors. You yeah, know, like, all we, I think we just so raw with it. White people, they're going to do anything possible to keep us below them. We find out about everything late. When loans come out, even from schools, when you're trying to get loans and even homes, we find out about grants and everything uh, maybe years after. And white people, they already apply to half the things that we don't even find out about. So it's always been unfairly uh, with our people. So, But I feel like doing things like this, having more conversations about it, will help. But we just have to keep speaking on it to change. I just feel like we've been talking forever. And we gotta keep talking. <laughs> see, see, the thing yeah. with the thing with this, I'm always torn between this because naturally we wanna lash out and blame white people. But realistically, it's the one percent, the two percent mm -hmm. that's owning the banks, that's denying the loans. White people in a whole aren't denying these loans. They're benefiting off of it, which is causing us to look at like, man, fuck all y'all. But realistically, they ain't denying our loans. It's the motherfuckers that own the banks. That's benefiting off us at the bottom fighting each other. You know what I'm saying? So I always have, it, it, it's always pulling me one way. I, sometimes I want to fall into the man, fuck all these motherfuckers type shit. Racism, this and that. But then the conscious side of me says, man, look at the bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? They want, they want you to fall into that. But realistically, we're all getting fucked at the end of the day. When you think about it, when you break down the actual root of society itself, we all getting fucked. White, black, Mexican, Hispanic, Asian. If you ain't in the 1%, you're getting fucked. You know what I'm saying? No, that's, that's, that's facts. And I wanted to be clear, like you said, it's not about a race thing, but it's about the ones that don't fuck with us. And the ones that don't fuck with us, we don't fuck with y'all. And like I said, they make it clear enough subliminally by not letting you get certain jobs, by not letting you get certain cars, by not letting you get certain homes, by not letting you do certain things. So as a, as a collective, I feel like it's time for us to... At least get to a point where it's like, yeah, we gonna, even if we don't fuck with each other the way we should, it needs to get to a point where we need to smarten up and stop, stop using emotions or old trauma through certain things to not elevate ourselves. But, but let me say this too, though. It, it's like you said, we've been talking forever. The time for talk is over with. It's time for action. What y'all want to do? They, they are constantly making the chess moves to say, I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. And we just constantly crying about it. Protesting, okay, cool. What y'all want to do? Nah, so let's pull our money out of the bank. For the ones who got the Navy Federal, 
Every black person, pull your shit out their bank. Go bank with somebody else that's fucking with us. Or like you said, let's open our own bank. You feel me? And because the only thing that's going to take is money and violence. Money and violence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to hit their pockets. That's the only way to do it. And we have to do it as a collective, not, oh, well, you just talking. Let me see you live. If one person go take their money out the bank, what is that going to do? Yeah. If you got 50,000 that take their money out the bank, now they're like, oh, hold on. This is affecting the business. We got to make a change. So it always is a collective thing as one, which is why divide and conquer is the number one tool. They keep us fighting each other to where we can't look up and see we all getting fucked. Because even to the white people out there, y'all, they got y'all looking at us like, oh, niggas just lazy. Mm -hmm. Niggas just lazy. Why you can't do what I'm doing? You see right here, clear as day, there is no excuse. You got black people making more money, having better credit scores, more down payment, the same down payment, but they get denied. What other reason can it be? It can't be niggas is lazy because they got more money than you. So you more lazy than they are. So what's the excuse now? We can't keep... Playing like we don't see what the fuck is going on. Like I see comment after comment after comment. A white privilege don't exist. I'm 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 uh I'm oppressed like you. How? Yeah. When we see the system set up like this, you may not be getting a home loan individually, but somebody in your race is, and somebody in our race is getting denied strictly because of their race. So we cannot keep ignoring this shit no more. But we can't cry to them about it. They don't give a fuck. If I had the privilege, I'd be like, oh well. Figure that shit out. And so that's kind of what I wanted to touch on too is like, I don't want to have the disdain for all white people, but when you have a lot of people who are white, who are benefited from it, benefiting from it, but then turn the other cheek when they do see an article like this, it does make it hard. Um, and another thing for black people, exactly. We have to come to a point where we start to have, you know, action within the community. There's black banks out there. There's black banks in Los Angeles. There's black banks in Oklahoma. Like you can go invest your money with these black banks. But the problem is, we focus so much on, I would say, popular culture, which is the J.P. Morgan Chase, the Bank of America, the Navy Federal, the Schools First, et cetera, instead of going and doing the research, gaining knowledge of self and saying, how can I, you know what I mean, give back to my community and build within my community? Too many times we have these conversations about, you know what I mean, how they have fucked us over and the dirt they, ha they have done to us. Meanwhile, there is a black bank down the street from you struggling to, 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 to keep the doors open. Because we look at them and it's like, I don't want to fuck with them niggas. They're not big as J.P. Morgan Chase. So let me go over here. Meanwhile, these people are probably going to give you a better deal, give you more effort, and treat you more of a human being than just a statistic. So we have to start looking at things like that when we're putting our money in the bank, when we're putting our kids in a certain school. You know what I mean? When, 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 when we're going to buy a home, we have to start looking at it from a popularity standpoint, because that's how we look at a lot of things. Well, this is what's popular. But most things that are popular are not for us as a people. And that's what you're seeing right now. The only the only other thing I could think of on the flip side is like people that do bank with Navy Federal, they have a lot more benefits that you would get from just a, a regular bank. You know what I mean? It's more like a gold card for them. So it's easier said than done as far as just pulling them out. But at the same time, it just depends on what you're standing on. But most people in those positions are not tripping because they straight. So it's like, I'm not really, I don't have no problem. They ain't got no problem with me. You know what I'm saying? Then it comes to why are they denying certain people with certain money? Could it be backgrounds? Could it be, or could it just be all the way just race or whatever the case it may be? But at the end of the day, it's still no excuse if, you, if you're in a position to allow a person to fuck with your company. But then they might just look at it like, well, we ain't got to fuck with y'all, like at the end of the day.
No, that's a fact too. And like the banks that are black, y'all have to do a better job of, at, at getting in front of us as consumers. You know, you can't just expect, and this is what we talked about on the last episode about black-owned businesses. Just because you splat, you smack black-owned on some, just means that 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 overtakes for the quality of something. So, if you guys want more black people to bank with you, you have to be able to somehow increase the benefits, increase what we're going to gain from it. Well, however you do that, I'm not a banker, I'm not a broker, I don't know. But you guys have to figure out how to resonate with us and get us to come to you. You know what I mean? It can't be all on us because we're not the ones that know about it. Like when you go and sign up for life insurance, you're expecting that company to tell you how the shit goes, to market it to you. You know, so at the same time where we do have to gain more knowledge of self and be able to research these banks, we need you guys to be researchable. We need you guys to be in front of our face and give us the game on what we have to do. And I think that can help, you know, us build better and stronger within our community. I agree, because black people, we really own almost everything. I know a black woman that owned an ice cream. Uh, she owned a whole ice cream shop where they make it for, like, from banks, grocery stores, even McDonald's. So, but I also agree, it's black people that do own these businesses. We have to do a better, just go better about people consuming it and putting it in front of us. If you're in a position, my, my apologies, but if you're in a position... And you you have the benefit and you've had the grace in life to be the owner of the bank, to be the owner of the McDonald's, to be the owner of whatever Fortune 5, whatever company you have. That's somewhat becomes your duty to lead your people out of this slump. So, again, we cannot just, you know what I mean, depend on all black people because people in general are not financially savvy. You know what I mean? See, this ties into the self-hate and us being taught self-hate, to hate ourselves. Like that video you was talking about, about how they sell to black people. They sell status. Buy this and you're looked at as the same status as us. You're looked at as a higher status than everybody else. Because realistically, people don't really want change. People want to be successful enough to where what's going on doesn't affect them. This is why once we make it, we like, oh shit, the coast is clear. We good. I ain't feeling that heat no more. You niggas on your own. You feel me? Because like, like bro said... We got better benefits if we bank with Navy Federal. So I don't want to pull my shit out and go over there and struggle for two, three years until we get this bank to reach the maybe, same status as, as Navy Federal. I'm in Navy Federal. You ain't? Oh, well, nigga, they let me in. I'm good. I got the perks. You feel me? So that's really what it is. It's what are you willing to sacrifice? Because it's not going to just be easy. We ain't just going to pull our money out. And oh shit, we 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 good. Like you said, they might not have to purchase Navy Federal, but you might gotta ride this shit out if you want to make our shit equivalent to Navy Federal. So how many of y'all is willing to do that? You know what I'm saying? That's really what it's gonna take is sacrifice. You're gonna lose now for the, the betterment in the end. But most people like fuck losing now. I'm winning now. Fuck y'all niggas. No, that's you know what fact. I'm saying? And that that that's the mindset of it. And on the sidebar, when we we're talking about the, you know, the documentary I was talking about. Y'all have to understand that hyper-consumerism is a trick because most of these white people are not buying any of the things that white people are subconsciously influencing you to buy. They're not buying none of it. You can go to these people's houses. They don't have on the newest shit. Them niggas is in Wranglers and boots. Don't give a fuck. So it's like, this is the trick. You'll be looked at as equal to us if you buy shit that we don't even buy. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, you can't even get approved for a loan. And if we're going to be honest, you know, most black Americans have a credit score of 620 and below. 
So there needs to be some accountability within there as well. Y'all have to get more fiscally responsible. Y'all have to pay some of the debt off. Well, a lot of niggas, when they speak on, well, I make this amount of money, this is, it isn't livable. They don't talk about the $60,000 car they got or, or whatever other debt they in or how many credit cards they didn't close or, or debit cards they didn't close. We don't talk about the debt that we have. So we got to start getting into that too. But, but not to bail niggas out on that, majority of people can't keep up Fact. with with their car notes right now. Like this is, I said, I've seen an article said that it was damn near like 60%, damn near 70% of people are falling behind on their car loans like yep. two, three months. And like you go get a, uh, go get a Honda. Why are you getting the Benz? Nigga, the Honda 600 a month, 700 yeah, a month. The so nigga like, fuck it, I might as well get the Benz if I'm gonna be, if so I'm gonna be, same price. you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna pay the same yeah. damn price anyway. So it's really, we looking at people and blaming them for the effects of the economy itself. Mm. The economy itself has all the prices of everything have went up except the pay. So it's no wonder people is falling behind. You know what I'm saying? So we can't too much blame people when it's a systemic thing. It's just we don't like to talk about the system if we're above it or or not feeling the effects of it. Because most of the people who are successful and giving this advice is from a place of the successful place they're standing in. You ain't down here in the mud with these people. Mm -hmm. You ain't getting less on your check than it costs to live for your rent and got to figure out, well, how I'm going to pay the rest of this. I got to go get a side hustle or my kids got to work now. They can't pursue their dreams. They got to help pay bills. You're not in that struggle. So it's easy to sit in your mansion and say, well, do this, do that. Well, how you ain't doing this and taking a loan from life insurance to do that? Nobody even taught these motherfuckers that. Yeah, do that. Yeah. You only know how to do that because you got up there around them folks and they like, okay, you part of the club now. This is what we doing. Give this information to the people, to your people, once you get there. Because there's a lot of that not going on. Yeah. We make it, and we don't spread the knowledge. We just criticize niggas for not knowing it. But somebody had to give you the knowledge for you to know it. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas gatekeep knowledge. Because secretly, a lot, a lot of niggas want to stun on niggas. Because mm -hmm. that's our culture. Oh, I'm up. I'm shitting on these niggas. <laughs> I'm in the VIP. These niggas can't get in the VIP. I'm shitting on niggas. I'm driving the Benz. The latest CL600. I'm shitting on niggas. You in coach. I'm in first class. I'm shitting on niggas. Nobody want to pull you up to first class with them. And that's what this show is about. We here to give y'all the game. Any game we get, we shooting it out to the best of our ability. But we still learning too. So you feel me? It's each one teach one. That's a fact. Yeah, I'm more of a, I'm more of a stunt with you than stunt on you. Mm -hmm. So like I say all the time, if I got a dollar, you got 50 cents. So regardless, whatever the case is, if I fuck with you, I'm stuck with you. That's how I'm coming. Everybody ain't like that, and you can't be that way. Sometimes you got to be selfish, but them, them is my views. But like you said, we're not taught no financial literacy. We're not taught how to save and invest. We're not taught none of this stuff. And if we're not taught none of this stuff, if you want to struggle, when you have debts or you build enough debt, you just trying to make it through the day. You ain't thinking about the fucking future like that. It's hard for them to even overthink about the future when it's hard to make it through the day. So I see a lot of that comes from that. And I'm not mad about how people be getting it, but it... Like we say, the point is us to bring awareness and to show people and become that so they can understand or they do have something to see like, okay, well, if these niggas was able to get to this point, then it is possible. You know what I mean? So be, be inspiring and be a certain way to uplift your people so we can get about these shackles they got us mentally yeah. and physically. And I don't right. think people understand like there's enough money out there for all of us to be rich. We can all be rich. It, it will never hurt to share information or to help someone. But a lot of people, they just have that selfish mindset. They're like, hey, if I work for it, you got to work for it. That's but, a fact. And I, mean, I, 
I mean, you do got to work for it. Ain't shit just falling in your lap. So I do want to say that you do got to put in the work. It ain't going to be easy. It ain't going to just fall in your lap. And everybody ain't going to make it. It's impossible. Some, it's impossible. Yin and yang. Somebody got to be the boss. Somebody got to be the worker. But life can be better for the workers than it is. You know what I'm saying? Life can be a little bit easier for the workers. But yeah, go ahead. No, that's a fact. Um... I forgot I was even gonna say that. Was but even, even even then, <laughs> but even then, sometimes some of us that has a stronger ambition and see a better life as successful is different from somebody else that might be just successful with a house and some kids, and that be it. You know what I mean? Everybody don't want to look at success as being here. So us thinking that everybody can reach their level of success, depending on what that is to them. And like you said, you got to grind and shine. If you want more, you got to grind more, and that's the difference of. I think how we view certain things as far as what do you consider making it? Everybody making it is not the same. Everybody don't want a hundred million dollars. You know what I'm saying? That's fact. So it, it just depends on your views and your perspective. Success is what you deem it as. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why it always we always tie back to agreements. Most of us think success, we need millions of dollars, we need the mansion, we need the private jet, we need that. But that's the world domesticating you into believing this is the only way to be successful. It's somebody in the woods right now with no technology that is at peace with life. And in their mind, they're successful. You're going to go out there and look like, nigga, you ain't got an iPhone. You ain't got no car. You ain't. What the fuck are you doing? You a bum. But that's, that's the way we view it. Because the way we view success, your success ain't his success. Like bro just said, not to piggyback off what he said. But I need people to understand that. Because a lot of the depression is because people are trying to live up to success that somebody else defines. Oh, you ain't successful till you got a Benz. She happy with her Honda. Mm -hmm. She happy with her little Acura. Right. She ain't never had a car in her life. She yeah. finally got one. But you just pulled up like, man, that little piece of shit. Now she hate this motherfucker, but she just loved it five minutes ago. Stop letting other people's definition of success shit on yours. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. I think 50 said that too. He had a uh, he had an interview in, I believe, the Miami Heat arena. He was talking about how some people have learned how to be happier without money just due to the people that they have around them in, in certain circumstances. So I think that um, success is what you believe it is and don't subscribe to what success is for somebody else. You do have to be, um, I, wouldn't, I don't even want to say content, but you have to map out what that's going to be for you and stick to it. Like fulfilled you can't let, is the word. Fulfilled. You can't you can't let people deem what success will be for you. So yeah, I, I think that's a fact. Everybody's success is not materialistic. Some people are fulfilled with a happy relationship. Some people are fulfilled with kids. Some people are fulfilled with family. You know what I'm saying? Some people are fulfilled with a peace of mind, with with great health, with certain things. Somebody lose their health today and get it back. They might be the happiest motherfucker in the world and feel like they made it. A person that beat cancer probably don't give a fuck about no damn benzes and houses and shit like that. So. The success is defined in different ways, you know what I'm saying? And stop letting other people make you feel less because you got less until you get more. Regardless, define your own shit. Define your own life and live it that way. Perspective. Hey, I want to say this, though, because we're running out of time. 2024, we finna put an end to this gender war shit. I know we got into it a little bit on here, but, you know, we kind of went overboard with it in 2023. Like, let's put an end to that. Gender war shit, because we can't get ahead if women are saying fuck the men and the men are saying fuck the women. But we supposed to be together as one. How are we going to fight against the powers to be if we fighting each other? We got to put an end to that shit. 
we we got the clicks and the views for it, but it really didn't gain us no further as people. If anything, it split us further apart. So we just did one. I'm gonna put it out because the people asking for it, but we really ain't finna be doing that shit no more. We about uplifting our people. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's get on the same page. Let's let's uplift our mindsets. Let's uplift our wealth. Let's uplift our health. Let's uplift each other. Like bro said, we gotta come together in uh, in this shit. Everybody against us. They done programmed everybody to subconsciously hate us. Even though they say they don't subconsciously get them mad enough, you're going to be a nigga. Even ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Even ourselves. So we got to come together before we be talking about fighting the powers that be. We can't even get our households in order. So 2024, that's what we putting on the calendar. I love that. Let's think, start with love for sure. Facts. I think that's a fact. I think that, you know... We can start having, if we are going to have conversations, man and woman, it should be more so on how to understand each other, right? Mm -hmm. How to grow within, like you said, our household. And um, just opening up the discussions for, I feel like, topics that are not necessarily what we've been seeing so far. Just looking at things from a different way. More so going on to the positives that we may have seen in our in our households or from other families and and trying to grow on that and build on that instead of saying what we don't have. Let's focus on what we do have and you know how we how we can build on it. Final words, bro? Yeah, man. I'm gonna say, be great now. Fuck what the haters say. You know what I'm saying? People care too much about what other people think. Chase your dreams, live your life how you want to. And fuck paying attention to people that ain't paying you. Stop paying them your attention if they ain't paying your ass. If they ain't paying your ass, they playing your ass. Ah, <laughs> boys. We gonna keep leading the way, man. <laughs> the viral way. Oh. Ladies, one final word though. Your man is gonna hear something. Let that shit go. <laughs> <laughs> let let that go, man. The viral way. Ain't no handouts. I did it from the ground up. In the streets, dug in hardest where they found us. Got a problem, nigga. Watch my troopers mount up. My bitches bang too. And you a lame though. You niggas ain't outside. Yeah, we came through. You want your lights up? We put you on the